Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. From Hollywood, Alan Ladd and Veronica Lake in a hard-hitting story of love and murder, The Blue Dahlia. Yes, transcribed by Ampex in Hollywood, the Screen Guild players brought to you each Thursday night by Camel Cigarettes. When Camel Cigarettes bring you your favorite stars in their greatest motion picture roles. Tonight, it's a thrill-packed, suspenseful murder yarn with the two great stars who made the picture so exciting. The Screen Guild players are proud to present... The Blue Dahlia, starring Veronica Lake and Alan Ladd, with Will Wright and Gerald Moore. that night. Coming home suddenly like that after three years in the South Pacific. I don't know what I expected. I only know what I found. I walked in on a party. Very loud and very wet. I walked in and my wife was kissing another man. Johnny, you didn't let me know. I never dreamed. Eddie, I want you to be my husband, Lieutenant Commander Johnny Morrison. Hello. Johnny, this is Eddie Howard. He owns that nightclub, the Blue Dahlia. You must have heard about it. Misty, you got the wrong lipstick on your face. I like it. Well, I don't. Oh. Well, that sort of broke up the party, I guess. He, he got rid of them fast and then came back to me. I remember I was standing by the table with little Dickie's picture in my hand. What are you doing with that? Just looking at Dickie's one. Nothing. I need a drink. Helen, sit down and let's try to talk to her. I'd love to. I'm a girl that tries and tries. Why not begin by putting that glass on? Maybe I will when I finish this. You'll put it down now. Let go my wrist. Take your paws off me. Okay. I'll put that glass down. Maybe you've learned to like hurting people. Well, I could tell you something about Diddy that would hurt you. A bloody. What about Diddy? You owe me died of diphtheria. What happened? I said, what happened? It could happen to anybody. I went to a cocktail party. I'd taken Dick along. We were in a smash-up. Why, you, I ought to... Take it easy, mister. A little noisy in here, ain't you? How are you? My name is Newell. Most folks call me Dad. I'm paid to keep order in this hotel, and that includes these bungalows. Just doing my duty. Walking in without knocking? 
Those doors of the patio are open. Better close them. It's going to rain. Okay. Maybe you'd better close the blinds, too, if you're going to push your wife around. And never use a gun, Sonny. Makes too much noise. Good night. I'd had enough. I couldn't take any more. I tossed the gun on the table, picked up Dickie's picture, and walked out. I walked out into the rain. I, I didn't know where. I, I just walked. And then later, I was standing on Coenga Pass, standing there in the rain and watching the cars race out of Hollywood. And I guess I looked like I needed a lift because suddenly this convertible draws up and the door swings open and somebody says, Get in. Well, you're going to get in or not. You know, you could get wetter if you lay down on the gutter. Now you're making sense. I, uh, I wasn't trying to get wet. And you shouldn't be taking chances with strangers. Funny. Practically all the people I know were strangers when I met them. I'm going to Malibu. Is that any use to you? What's at Malibu? Houses, people. I have friends there. Any hotel? There's an inn. Why? You, uh, you pick up many people at night like this? Mm, not many. Only one or two at a time. You're right. Right. It wasn't funny. I'm sorry. Nothing's very funny to me tonight. I know. Sometimes it all blows up in your face. Hmm? What does? Life. Whatever you're doing. Wherever you're going. I thought you were going to Malibu. I flipped the coin. Heads I go to Malibu. Tails I go to Laguna. What happens if the coin rolls under the Davenport? We go to Long Beach. <laughs> it's not bad. Oh, you can smile. Yeah. Unless I have to remember something. Remember what? Whatever it is, I'd rather forget Helen, I... What? What about Joyce? Just walked out on you, huh? Said she was going up the coast. That puts us in the same boat, I guess. Johnny walked out on me. Yeah, about an hour ago. Eddie, listen, I'm scared. I gotta see you. No, not tomorrow, tonight. You come right over, you hear? That's what I said, and that's what I mean. You'll be over here in 30 minutes. Oh, no. Tomorrow? 
I'll get a bus to somewhere. Just anywhere? As long as it's not back. Well, this is where I'd say thank you if I, if I knew how. I didn't do it for thanks. Yes, I guess I know that. Don't you even say goodnight? It's not goodnight. It's goodbye. I, uh, I don't like to say goodbye. You don't have to. But it's been nice knowing me, hasn't it? No, it's over. It's just as though you'd never seen me before. Every guy's seen you before. Somewhere. The trick is to find you. I, uh, I guess I didn't find you soon enough. So long. Motel was clean and comfortable, not as it mattered. I couldn't have slept much anyway. I checked out in the morning, walked back to the inn to get some breakfast on the bus schedule. I left my raincoat and my bag at the cashier's desk and took a table overlooking the ocean. I was sitting there minding my own breakfast, trying not to think of the night before, and suddenly it jumped up and hit me right in the face. Good morning. Sleep well? What's the matter? Don't you remember me? I'm trying to. Say, uh... Whatever happened to Malibu? Oh, I guess it's right where we left it. I stayed here at the end. What? Do I have to have a reason? No. Jimmy, why don't you go back and fix it up before it's too late? Already too late. Fix what up? Whatever it is that sent you on a cruise to nowhere last night. Maybe you'd like me to mind my own business. Do you think you could? I could try. It's, um, uh, my wife. I had no idea it might be. And there's nothing to fix up. Even if there was, I wouldn't want to fix it up. How about you? Me? You weren't going to Malibu last night. You were just running out on yourself. Same like me. Maybe you're right. Oh, where do we go from here? We don't go anywhere. We said goodbye last night. Are you sure? That's the way it has to be. We went. I didn't say it was the way I wanted it to be. But still, you catch the bus up north. In an hour. I'll go back to Malibu. I can't think of anything better. That's right. Well, we could go for a walk along the beach first. Tide is out. Sure. You can go in waiting if you like. If I run upstairs to change my shoes, will you be here when I get back? Mm-hmm. Not like last night? No. Go ahead. I'll pay my check at the desk. All right. I'll only be a minute. You want to take this, miss? Oh, miss. Huh? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get some news on the radio. That awful thing last night. Now, it... There it is now. It has not yet been established that she was murdered. But police have been unable to trace her husband, Lieutenant Commander John Morrison. Huh? Lately returned oh. to the South Pacific. Yeah, miss, you, you want to take this check? Oh, of course. Thanks. Can I get out my bag now, please? Uh, yes, sir. Here you are. Anybody else? Los Angeles? What's this radio Anyone having a... Anybody else? Yeah, yeah, wait for me. I, uh... I'm going with you. Camel Cigarettes now present Act Two of The Blue Dahlia, starring Alan Ladd and Veronica Lake with Will Wright and Gerald Moore. It was 10,000 miles and 100 years to Los Angeles. 
If that bus had made one more stop than it did, I think I'd have tried to get out and walk. And all the way back, I knew what I was going to do. I, I kept thinking of that house stick, Newell. He might know something. But then we got in, I ducked into a phone booth and put in a call. Where is he? I've, I've got to talk to him. He's downtown, mister. He's in conference with the police. You're sure that's the way it happened, Newell? You saw Harwood go up to the James bungalow and ring the bell. That's right, Captain. No answer, so he went away. Went away where? Well, Lieutenant, there's a side gate to the hotel grounds. He went out through that. Well, what time was it? About 7 o'clock. It was raining. You, uh, like to stand out in the rain? I have to make my round. See if anything's okay. That's a house detective's job. You got a pass key to the bungalow. Yes, I have it. Oh, wait a minute, gentlemen. You don't think that I... Why not? Lots of genial old parties like you commit murders. That ain't a very nice thing to say, Captain Henderson. Mrs. Morrison's lights were on. Her radio was going. Why would I try to get in? You tell us. She didn't answer when Harwood rang. Didn't that interest you? Would that be any of my business? Captain, you and Lloyd here got a nice technique. Had me going for a minute. No hard feelings, of course. That's all, Newell, for now. You know, this is a terrible thing for the hotel. Yeah, kind of tough on the Morrison game, too. Go on, beat it. Good afternoon, Mr. Howard. Newell, who let you in? Well, a house man's used to getting into places. I came in the back door. I thought... You thought what? I thought I'd better not be seen. I told the homicide boys a good straight story. I think they're satisfied, but you know those dicks. Tomorrow they might get the figure and I was holding something back. Were you holding something back? Well, last night I kind of hung around for a while. I mean, after you rang Mrs. Morton's bell. Pretty wet, wasn't it? Weather don't bother me. I used to be a copper myself. I didn't know you had a key to a bungalow. How much do they pay you on that job, Newell? Twenty a week and found. Not very much, is it? No, it's not the fact. Be nice if you could make a little more by coming here. Oh, now, wait a minute, Mr. Howard. You've got me all wrong. I just thought maybe you'd like it. Shut up. Yeah. Only got a hundred on me here. Thanks, Mr. Howard. This show is nice of you. Did you say you were leaving? Leaving? Oh, yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, it was. You're going out the back way, of course. Of course. Maybe next time I'll use the front entrance, huh? Yeah. Maybe. If there is a next time. Me? I was running around in circles. I couldn't find Newell, so I went after Harwood. I put in a dozen calls for him that day. Always the same. Mr. Harwood isn't in. It was getting dark when I headed for his place, and I... Guess I wasn't the only one. Just as I was starting up the stairways in the lobby. Jimmy. Huh? What's you? What are you doing here? Never mind. Get in. Get in, please. Here we go again. Do you want to be caught? How do you know anyone's trying to get You had a navy raincoat in your initials. I read the papers. Jimmy, are you mad at me for trying to help? The name is Johnny. All right, Johnny. Johnny's a nice name, too. But Jimmy didn't have the cops after I think we'd better talk. Where? Up in the hill someplace. Go ahead. It's your car. Well, 
I've always liked it up here. Stand and look down at the whole city. Takes a lot of lights to make a city, doesn't it? Sonny, I know you didn't kill your wife. Do you? How? Just from knowing you. You don't know me that well. Well enough. But you think you have to find out who did kill her, don't you? Something like that. Maybe you're wondering why I don't leave it to the police. Have I asked any questions? You've got a tag out for me. If they get me, they won't bust their brains trying to pin it on anyone else. But I'll get him. The guy who killed my wife isn't getting away with it. He just thinks he is. You mean Eddie Harwood? I didn't mention any names. Who else could it be? I wouldn't know. Would you? Wasn't he playing around with your wife? You seem to know a lot of things. Do I? Like how to wait for me in front of Harwood's place. You get around. And your timing's good. It was good last night when you picked me up. Or was it? I don't know. I don't know anything. I, I don't even know your name. You'll have to trust me, Johnny. I've got something to straighten out, too. You'll have to trust me a lot. I don't have any time to play games. Suppose you keep your secrets and let me keep mine. Okay, Johnny. That's the way you want it. Coming back? Okay, Hello. Mr. Harwood, please. Mrs. Harwood, calling. Eddie? Yes, it's George. Bryce? Yes, I just got back from Malibu. Would you like to take me out to dinner? No, I want to go to my place first. I'll have to change. Yes, the blue dagger. About an hour. It was pretty dark walking down that hill alone. Somewhere along the way, I a different peril. Matched the glass on Dickie's picture in my pocket. Right on the boulevard under a street lamp, I took the picture out of the frame. I don't know what made me turn it over, but I, but I did. There's some writing on the back. Helen's writing, and it said, Johnny, if anything happens to me, Eddie Howard's real name is Alice. The New Jersey police would like to know the charge is murder. Just a minute. Yeah, make it snappy, I... Mark, close the door. Nice to see you again, Martin. Am I allowed to ask why? Cut it, Howard. You know why I'm here. I don't. Would you mind if I finish dressing while we thought? In here. I don't like to seem rude, but I have a date in a little while, and I... What's the matter? Nothing, I... I just happened to notice that picture. All right. My wife. She's pretty, isn't she? Yeah, she is pretty. You know... I don't figure you, Morrison. You stand there and look at a pretty girl and half the cops in L.A. are looking for you. Only half? Well, all I have to do is pick up that phone. Oh, I don't... I guess I'm not that kind of a rat. What kind of a rat are you? You rate yourself a pretty tough boy, don't you? Tough enough to find out who killed my wife. Everybody seems to think you killed her. Not everybody. I think you killed her. Don't be a dope. What reason would I have? Plenty. Take a look at this. A picture? Yeah. This one's pretty, too. See what's written on the back? 
Turn it over and read it. Mr. Bauer? Bauer. Might have known she'd stash it somewhere. Ellen wasn't the kind of a girl to toss this kind of information away. Should have found that out before you killed her. I didn't kill her. On the level, I didn't kill her, but I think I know who did. You better have proof. I expect to have it within an hour. Somebody's meeting me at the Blue Dahlia. If I figured it right, I... Oh! Oh! Where'd that come from? Stop! Hey, you stop! Back door. The alley. Here, take it easy. Is it bad? I haven't got a chance. Listen, Morris. You've got to get over there. The... The Blue Dahlia. The Blue... Howard. Howard. Hello, Chief. It's Lloyd. I'm at the Blue Dagger. Say, that hunt of yours was right on the beam. We got a regular convention here. Yeah, they both came in. Yeah, okay, I'll wait, but hurry, will you? I'm kind of anxious for school to start. All right, now let's have it again, just for the record. Why did you come to the Blue Dahlia tonight? Speak up, no. Oh, this is silly, Captain. I told you once. Isn't that enough? We'll decide what's enough. Start talking. Okay. So Mr. Howard told me to come over. He used to hand me a few bucks every now and then, so I'd keep my mouth shut about him seeing Mrs. Morrison. Mrs. Howard, you'll have to excuse me. Under circumstances... That's quite all right. I don't like this any better than you do. I'm afraid your likes and dislikes don't count at the moment, Mrs. Howard. You still haven't told us where you were last night. Captain Hendrickson, you really don't believe I did it. All I know is you had plenty of reason. And it was a setup for you. The whole thing was easy. Easy? Sure, the gun was there. All you had to do was grab it, jam it up against your hat, and squeeze the trigger. He never even had time to scream, did she? How should I know I wasn't there? And where were you? Why don't you tell us? Because he's trying to cover up for me. Johnny. Johnny who? Johnny Morrison. Hello, Morrison. Glad to see you. You're way off the course. You didn't kill my wife. She was 75 miles up the coast. Says who? Says the clerk at the end where she stayed all night. You can check it at any time you want. How do you know all this, Morrison? He was with me. Got at the inn. Stayed at a motel up the road. I'd given him a lift. Picked him up in the rain. You can check that, too. We will. Yeah. Mrs. Harwood, you could have saved us a lot of trouble. Why didn't you tell us this before? Johnny was trying to find the murderer. He needed time. Sort of puts us in a hole, I guess, if your story stands up. No, we got Eddie Howard. Yeah, well, you haven't got him either. He was washed out tonight. Better send somebody to his apartment. All right. Yeah, I'll put in an answer. Well, I guess that wraps it up for tonight. You mean we can go? Yes, but you and Mrs. Howard better stay in sight till we check your story. After all, it is a coincidence. I mean, her picking you up. But it was raining. That's right, Captain. It was. It rained all the time. I was making my rounds. Must have gotten pretty wet, though. Sure did. Maybe you should have left your umbrella on the porch instead of letting it drip all over Mrs. Morrison's carpet. I did leave it on the porch. I... Well, I mean, that is... You told us this morning you didn't go in. Well, yes, I know I did. What were you after? A little blackmail? Now, wait a minute. You got me all Maybe wrong. Maybe raising the ante because her husband came home. I resent that, Captain. What was she going to do? Report you to the management? Or was she going to let Harwood take care of you? Or maybe she was going to blow a hole in you herself. The gun was right there. All you had to do was grab it from her. Even a cheap little squirt like you could do that. Cheap, huh? Sure. A smile, a pat on the back, and a couple of dirty bucks. That's what they thought. Her and Howard both. Well, maybe they found out a little difference. Maybe I could be expensive for once. 
and I end up in a... No, don't anybody move. You're crazy, no. Put on the gun. One more or less wouldn't matter now. I'm getting out of here, and I'm going alone. And if anybody wants to... Gentlemen, wait a minute. You've got me all wrong. Lloyd. Yes, Chief. He was backing out with that gun in his hand. Better make that ambulance call a double. Here's my car, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. I guess it is. We, we seem to be saying goodbye again. I guess it's not the toughest time. Oh. Look, uh, last night when I made myself walk out on you, remember, I, I said every guy had seen you before, somewhere. I remember. But the trick was to find you. I remember that, too. Get in. Our stars, Alan Ladd and Veronica Lake, will return to the microphone in just a moment. Now that we've settled back to comparative calm, here are our stars, Alan Ladd and Veronica Lake, to accept a final word of thanks for their exciting performances. Well, Vern, it's always a pleasure to appear with the Screen Girl players. All of us in Hollywood know how much this radio program contributes to the Motion Picture Relief Fund and to its country house and hospital. And we all consider it a privilege to share in that work. Right, Veronica? Absolutely, Alan. And for more reasons than one. Each week, our sponsors, the makers of Camel Cigarettes, send free smokes to servicemen's hospitals. Among other hospitals, free camels are being sent this week to Veterans Hospital, Amarillo, Texas, U.S. Naval Hospital, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and U.S. Marine Hospital, Savannah, Georgia. Happy smoking, fellows. Your cigarettes are on the way to you now with the compliments of camels. The Screen Guild players are directed by Bill Lawrence and transcribed by Ampex. The adaptations are by Harry Cronman. Remember, Thursday night is Screen Guild night. And next week, one of the most hilarious comedies ever brought to the screen. You'll laugh, you'll chuckle, you'll roar with delight. Yes, it's Bachelor Mother, starring Joseph Cotton, Lucille Ball, and Charles Coburn. Don't miss it for anything. The Blue Dahlia was presented through the courtesy of Paramount Pictures, whose current release is Bride of Vengeance. Alan Ladd will soon be seen in the Paramount production, The Great Gatsby. Veronica Lake will soon be seen in the 20th Century Fox production, Flattery's Hurricane. One way to make your dreams of a new home, of travel, or of a college education for your children come true is to invest regularly in United States savings bonds. Start saving regularly now by buying United States savings bonds through the payroll savings plan where you work or through the bond-a-month plan where you bank. For fun and hilarity, don't miss Camel Cigarettes' other great show over these same stations. Tomorrow night's the Jimmy Durante Show with Dominici. And remember, Thursday night is Screen Guild Night. The greatest stars and the greatest stories brought to you by Camel Cigarettes. This is Vern Smith speaking. Music by Fred Waring follows next on NBC. NBC.